Welcome to week 10 of the 2019 Bulldog Football Coaches Show. Coach Jensen, congratulations on the win last Friday, qualifying for the state tournament once again. Yes, uh, big goal for our kids to, to get there, and uh, we had a great second half, really. Right at the end of the first half, I think uh, the kickoff return by Braden Dorman kind of really switched momentum real fast there for us, and we had a great second half, all phases of the of the game. So in watching the game, in my opinion, that was the best quarterback we've faced all year. He uh, he knew where he was going with the ball, and he threw a really nice ball. Plus, they had some talented receivers and uh, a couple of big kids that caused some havoc in the first half, not necessarily defensively, um, or I guess offensively for us, but on defense, they caused us all sorts of problems. Yeah, uh, their number 50, he was, he was the... Uh like the league MVP or the most outstanding lineman or, or defensive MVP of the league. He was the real deal, and you're right about the quarterback. He, he was able to go through progressions and check off from one receiver, and, and uh, we didn't get a lot of pressure on him. I think we only had one sack in the game, and so that allowed him to you know go through his progressions and then uh, also allowed them to find other receivers. So they, uh, they were uh, – they were. They had a great first half. I thought their game plan was really good. They were trying to shorten the game by taking as much of the uh, play clock out, and you know we were just kind of standing there for a long time. So it's hard to get that momentum and keep going when uh, when we're not making big plays or you know the ball's just sitting there. So we've talked a little bit throughout the year about adversity, and when I say a little bit, we haven't faced a lot of adversity. But here was another one of those great opportunities for those kids or for you guys as coaches to see how they're going to react. Uh, it seemed like we were a little bit frazzled just from watching sort of reactions. You guys obviously made some adjustments at halftime that turned out to, to uh, really be good ones. But what do you do, especially in a situation like this year where we've won a lot of games by big margins, and when we do face that adversity, how do you get those kids to relax and say, okay, we're fine? we can do this? Uh, that's a really good question because, uh, I mean, we went in at halftime and we meet as coaches first and we're just just talking and, uh, you know, we were just playing slow. We were really playing slow on defense and um, just, you know, hesitant and, you know, we thought it was nerves and, you know, so the, the big thing for there is not to blow up and yell and scream at the kids because they don't get them more scared or, our thing was, hey, look, this is a playoff game, and we're up 14 points at halftime. We got to be happy with that. Um, it's not we're not going to be in blowout games anymore. Everybody we play from here on out is going to be a really good football team. And and to tell them that you know we just have to calm down and start playing faster on defense and and just relax and go play. And I think the fact that the coaching staff did a great job of. Uh, staying calm and, and just, you know, pointing out a couple things here or there. But the big thing was just to play faster and not be, you know, we should be happy being up two touchdowns and not being in a panic mode because we're only up two touchdowns. So another interesting thing, given that we'd, we've won so many games by large margins, how do you get kids to not be overconfident, to, to maintain their focus, to stay grounded. And this group seems to have been able to do that to this point. Well, when you're dealing with 16, 17, and 18-year-old kids, you never know if you're hitting the right spots with them. Uh, but 
our focus has kind of been each try to take each game as a, a championship game. So try to approach it the same way. We we, we emphasize, hey, is this our scouting report? It looks the same as week one as it does in week 10 or week 11 now. And, uh, you know, we just have to go out and be us and perform. And it's hard uh, sometimes because they know they've, I mean, there's so much social media out there. They know what Tanino was like. They know what some of these other programs we played are like. But, um you just try to keep them focused. And the big thing for us, you know, I think we had this conversation personally between you and I, that I'm not big on gamers, you know, <laughs> somebody that's a gamer. Uh, I don't believe in that. And uh, so how we practice is we really try to push it in practice that we need to practice well. And this has been a really good group uh, of practice players. They We haven't had to get on them very often about, hey, we need to do a better job practicing. Uh, they've they've been really focused. I, I've told them when we played Holcomb and we had the most distractions we've ever had because it's homecoming, and it was probably the most focused we could practice we have ever had during a homecoming game, and for sure it was the most focused practices we had all year so far. So really a focus group, but also they seem to come out and, and either be pretty loose or play pretty loose and play with what I'm going to call a conservative confidence that they're not – cocky they believe in themselves and they get out there and and, uh, play hard but that's sort of an interesting mix because a lot of times when you see that mix you see a lot of success as they go along and and to this point that's what we've seen yeah well we truly uh truly try to keep them you know we kind of say it's like preparation age a little bit try to stay hungry and try to stay humble because the more success you have the easier it is for people to perceive you as being cocky or overconfident, that type of thing. So we've really emphasized when they're talking to the press that, you know, we got to stay humble and focus on just the next week who our next opponent is and not get caught up in all the hype because, you know, we know there's people out there talking about, thinking about how good we are and all that type of stuff, and we just have to kind of drown out that noise and focus on what's important for us. Okay, so let's talk about next week. The uh, draws came out for the state brackets on Sunday. And just a little background information, that's done through the WIAA, but there are uh, selection or seating committees for each classification. And each league in each classification is represented, kind of track things through the year, and then try to put together what they feel is the best bracket. So we came out of that discussion on Sunday as a number three seed, and we will be hosting the number 14 seed Meridian Trojans, who we have some experience with. So tell me about uh, expectations from them and and what the plan is as we face them on Saturday. Well, they got after us pretty good a couple years ago up in up in Bellingham. Uh, they had a really good quarterback then, and they always seem to have a really good quarterback over the, you know, the last 40 years that Coach Ames has been there. Uh, <clears throat> they are 4-7 uh, and seven on the season, I believe, but um, I thought, you know, they're about as good as a 4-7 and seven team in the history of the state of Washington because the teams that they've lost to of all are in the state playoffs. Uh, they played Colville, defending state champion. They played Cedar Woolies in the state playoffs. They played a California powerhouse 2A team that they lost to, and they lost to Mount Baker twice and Linden Christian twice. So uh, those are all really, really good football programs. And uh, they're 
they had opportunities against Linden Christian and Mount Baker in, in at least one of their two games. Uh, so, you know, they're the real deal. We, we have to play well, and, and uh, you know, Coach Ames will have them well coached like he always does. They have a really good quarterback, Cameron Webster, or uh, Cameron, we- yeah, Webster, who's a first-year quarterback, but he has a really good arm, very athletic kid, and athletic quarterbacks have kind of given us some problems in the past. So um, we've got to be able to contain him, and they do a lot of things defensively. Uh, we have a 42-page scouting report on them because they do so many different things, and we just kind of have to focus on what we think they're going to do against us and, and try to you know, counter that with what we're going to do against that. So the game's going to be Saturday night here at 6 o'clock. I, I'm guessing that you prefer a Friday night game to think keep things consistent. Um, but with the travel that they have to make and there's some, some – uh, rules of determining games when you get to the state playoffs. So Saturday at 6 it is. So how does that change the preparation that you have? I mean, you're pretty consistent with here's what we do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Having that extra day, does that change anything significantly, or do you look at it as here's an extra day for us to get some work in and get prepared? Well, you don't want your kids to get too tired, and and at this point you're trying to rest legs and – we had a normal Monday. Today is Tuesday. We had a normal Monday practice yesterday. Today is kind of like a bonus day for us. We're going to go um, about an hour and 45 minutes. We're going to do some special team stuff. We're going to do some things that, you know, we haven't done in a while, like some different fundamentals that we haven't had a lot of time to work on. Now we can do that today. Uh, we're going to work on some things with less contact, like a walkthrough session of, of formations by them, uh, pass what we call pass skelly where just our linebackers and defensive backs are out there defending the pass um, and an offensive skelly also so we're just going to do some some things that not overly physical get some work in uh, review some special teams and then tomorrow which is Wednesday will be a normal Tuesday Thursday will be a normal Wednesday and Friday will be a normal Thursday practices for us and then we'll come around and play on Saturday so Throughout the year, we haven't seen a whole lot of trick plays. I'm going to say conservative, even though we're not necessarily conservative because there's a lot of different action, a lot of formations. But do you have some stuff in your back pocket that when you need it as we come into these next few weeks that you're ready to throw that out there? Are we going to see potentially some uh, different types of things? Well, we have several trick plays in. Uh, we just haven't had – I think we've only ran one so far this year, the halfback pass from Braden Dorman. But um, we we work on them. Uh, we work on them every Thursday. We've worked on them for 10 weeks now. So they are in. Uh, we tell the officials about them uh, before every game. Uh, some certain things, certain formations unusual for us. Uh, same thing with any fakes on special teams that we have in for that week. We always tell the officials before the game uh, because – you know, so we don't want an inadvertent whistle, so we want them to uh, kind of be aware of what we can do. And so, yes, they're in. They're in the bag of tricks, or they're in the shopping cart. It's just what you know. What are we going to pull off, or what are we put take off the shelf and put in the sharp shopping cart? I guess would be a better way of describing it. Well, best of luck on Saturday. We will uh, not talk too much about what could be ahead, but the winner of this game will face the winner of the Deer Park Zilla game. And if uh, that is us, it'll be right back here at Jack Rottle. So good luck. Go get them. Let's talk on Monday. Uh, be talking about another win.
Okay. It's hey, it's it's playoff football. Anything can happen. But it, you know, I think there's a lot of teams that would like to be in our place right now, and get a chance to play a home game in the in the round of 16. So hopefully we take advantage of that. All right. Thanks, Coach. Thank you.